Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Impact is Greater Than Influence Unplugged. I am here with another guest today. She is an inspirational speaker. She's been an inspiration to me and has become a great friend. Welcome to the show, Ashley Leppard. Rodney, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today. I'm looking forward to having a great conversation with you. Me too. And I want, before we have an amazing conversation, for you to just tell a little bit about yourself. But, you know, you don't have to go through the typical biography. Just tell me, like, what do you value? What's the most important thing to you? And a little bit about your family. Sounds great. So uh, the Cliff Note version is I am a 14-year veteran of the United States Coast Guard. I did some uh, helicopter search and rescue. Unfortunately, my career was ended short in 2019. So I medically retired. And, you know, it's beautiful how God can turn a, you know, a terrible situation into a beautiful one because he's now put me on a path to write my book, The Hurricane Within, and life coach and just really continue to serve my country and my community. Um, and I always like to say, you know, I no longer can physically save people in helicopters, but I want to try to emotionally and spiritually save people um, continually now. So that truly is my passion project. And so what that looks like is just impacting the community, just kind of like how you are. It's impact over influence. So I just try to cultivate great relationships all the while focusing on my one most important relationship for me. And that's with uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I feel like if I follow him, it's uh, a sure win for me in my life. <laughs> I love that. And now if you guys are listening, you can definitely tell why I only edified her as an inspiration because half of that background you just covered, I couldn't imagine. So thank you for all you do. Thank you. And I just appreciate you giving me this platform to share my story and hopefully inspire one listener out there. So thank you. Yeah, I see it inspiring many more, but thank you for being so humble. Today, I want to really just kind of grow with what you just started, which is that seed of being with God, being with that at the center of your life, your business. And that can be in a well-rounded approach for physical, mental, spiritual. Talk about like where that started for you. Were you raised in church? Were you raised in a relationship with God? So I was um, I was raised in the middle class suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. I had a, a wonderful home. Um, unfortunately, my dad worked quite a bit and my mom didn't drive. She didn't have her license. And so something for our family, we never really regularly attended church, but it was always instilled at us in a young age to, you know, say our prayers and understand the value of what Easter is all about and things like that. So it was always gently woven into my life, but it wasn't until I actually was about 17 or 18 years old where I actually fully gave my life to, to Jesus. And that was following um, a pretty unfortunate event. It was actually the, probably the first majorly traumatic event that I experienced. And um, it was my best friend, Nash, passing away in a boating accident um, just after we had graduated high school. And I think the typical questions arose where, you know, where is my friend at? And and um, how does my faith play into this and, and things like that. And it kind of eventually snowballed into where I'm at today and being so um, bold in my faith. Um, but I stumbled. I mean, I was, uh, you know, early 20s, just like probably most people. I wasn't really living the uh, Christian and godly life. But God saved me from a lot of pitfalls. And um, I come from a place where it's not just something that I was taught and I just practiced because that's what I know. It's something that I've lived out. It's something that I've felt. It's 
something that I see God actually moving in my relationship with him is, is just amazing. And I feel like because of that, I have this unshakable peace and joy that I really truly want to share with uh, everybody I meet. Cause I don't know how people honestly um, make it through struggles in life without that foundation. I couldn't agree more. You know, you make me think about the consulting four Fs that I've used for a while now and that I'm kind of getting really accustomed to sharing with other people. And that's fasting, faith, fulfillment, finances in that order. And I know that you've had a lot of success, but you're the epitome of, of raising up against the trauma and tragedy that someone can overcome. And, you know, just to kind of give you a background of a lot of people I've spoken to, that have listened to this, it's so easy to lose hope. And it's so easy to just say, I'm going to do nothing. And I'm not someone who is able to accomplish that type of action or fulfillment or success, if you will. So how do you handle those times when you have those thoughts that might creep in? You know, Rodney, I um, that's a great question. And, and for me, I like to implement a little bit of my military understanding. And, you know, when you're in the military and you're going to battle, you have to understand your enemy. You have to understand the movements, the strategies uh, and, and, you know, the placement of how the enemy is going to be, be attacking you. And I implement that in my relationship and my walk with Christ is there is an adversary out there and you have to understand how to how to face that and know the schemes of the enemy. He's out there to kill, steal, and destroy. And so when you hear those negative things, like you're, you're worthless or those feelings of shame or whatever, that's, that's something from the enemy. And we can combat those thoughts with the truth that is found in the Bible. And, and I know it's it sounds simple, it can be hard at times, but basically I try to live my life with understanding how God sees me and not how even I see myself or how the world sees me. And so it's a shift in perspective for me. Um, and, and quite frankly, if, if you're living today, you're gonna go through trauma, there's gonna be storms in your life, whether you just got through a storm, you're in the middle of a storm or there's one on the horizon, they're always there. And so we just have to hold tight to that joy and that peace that God, only God can, can provide for us. And that's just how I try to live day to day. I'm not perfect. I struggle, but there's something powerful in taking a hold of those traumas and not letting them take over your thoughts. Because for so long for me, you know, I, I guess I'll open up a little bit with some of my traumas, but um, I was I witnessed my parents struggle with addiction. I personally was a victim of a sexual assault. I lost both of my parents at a young age, you know, and that's just my personal story. Everybody has trauma, but for so long, I let all of those untapped emotions control how I thought, shame, guilt, et cetera. And there's something powerful about bringing a voice to those traumas and saying, no longer will you control me. I'm taking control back. And there's power and beauty and healing that comes from that. Wow. I couldn't imagine what it's like to go through half those things you just said, but you can just see it. Like you carry such a welcoming and loving aura about you. Like, and you can see that you have God with you. You can see that you are someone who really believes in these things that you're saying. So when someone's having those struggles, because I love that you mentioned that, you know, you're not worth this or you're worthless. We all hear that so much. I mean, the brand itself of impact is greater than influence. I had talked to a friend and he was like, you know, I understand it so well because the world may make you feel less than, 
But impact or God is greater than the fears of this world, greater than the misconceptions of the wrong leaders in this world. And he went on and on about something that you and I could probably talk about at length and all day. But where does it start for some people to really start convincing themselves that they have worth? You know, I think that stems back a little bit off of, you know, what I just mentioned. I think that um, the enemy will use those tools to make you feel bad about yourself. And it comes from we as humans, we utilize emotion in our decision making. It's unfortunate, but we are human beings. We go off our emotions. We overthink. We stress. But we have to kind of take a minute to say, wait a second, what are the facts? Mm -hmm. And the facts are, if you think about the traumas that you've encountered, You've already overcome the hardest things of your life. You've got through the trauma. You got through the, the hard part, the recovery, the healing. That's actually the easy part. It's taking that leap of faith saying, you know what? I can do this. And through God, all things are possible. It's written in his word. And he gives you hope. He gives you redemption. He gives you a name. He gives you an identity and all these beautiful things that the world and the enemy will never give. Yes. Thank you for expanding upon that. I wanted to hear those things because I know there's someone looking to hear it. I know there's someone that's wanting to feel understood. And I like to mention a lot of things that are kind of like, it's not about me, my story. It's about the guests that are on here. It's about the collaboration that we can all accomplish together. A hundred percent. You know, it, it is uncomfortable talking about myself because I, I am humble and I, I give all the glory to God for everything that I've been blessed with. But it's a part of how we glorify God with talking about ourselves and our stories mm-hmm. sometimes. So I just uh, again, I appreciate that. And I know that there's uh, hopefully a handful of people out there that are listening that can hear these words and know that they're not alone and that there is hope on the other side of their trauma. That's right. And, you know, there's victory in your story based on what God has given to you. So that grace that's been given to you should empower you to want to speak about yourself because I want to talk about you. I mean, that's just something here, but that's what we do. But dare I go out on a limb and ask you, what is it you usually coach someone on when it comes to life coaching? Like, it's so funny. Someone probably thinks that I know specifically based off, you know, what we talked about. But just tell us a little bit about what that might look like. So it's it's obviously different for each person. Um, I have my bachelor's in crisis counseling and I have my mental health coaching and life coaching certifications. But, you know, what I've found is the main tool that I use for my clients is compassion. People mainly just want to be heard. They want to know that their feelings and their story is valid. And so I always start with my clients and say, okay, if you could tell me, do you want to go back in your life and heal? Or do you want to go forward in your life and grow? And that helps me as a life coach to say, okay, we can um, focus more on talking about some of the hard things you've been through. Or we can say, hey, let's look forward. And what are some of the stumbling blocks that you might be encountering to that's not allowing you to reach your full potential or your goals? So that's sort of my my starter question. We, we talk about um, some goal setting, some smart goal reaching, how we're going to get to that goal. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just beautiful. Most of the time, people just say, wow, thank you for caring. And um, sometimes I implement prayer. I mean, usually I, I pray over my client's regardless, but sometimes I'll ask them, Hey, I'm feeling, um, 
you know, I'm just feeling in my soul, do you mind if I pray with you? And even if they're not a Christian or not, just knowing that I'm putting the time to pray and bringing the Almighty into the situation, they always just say, wow, like, just thank you for that prayer. That's sort of how it evolves. And um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to just know that you're impacting just one person. It is. And, you know, sometimes we get, and I say we just guessing you felt like this too, but you know, even though we would love to see the fact that our work can be done based off of the law of God pushing things into the position they need to be in by helping one person. But, you know, we want to help multiple people. It's in our hearts. It's in our aspirations to be givers. And not that we haven't taken in our life, but maybe those moments defined of why we want to give so much. Most definitely. There's such great joy in giving to others and blessings are meant to be shared. And I feel, Rodney, that you could agree as well. Like, I feel like we're blessed. We have, you know, a moral compass that's unshakable and, and being able to just utilize that to speak life and hope into others. I mean, this world is heavy right now. And if we can be that glimmer of light in a dark, dark world, I don't think there's a better position or job or title that I could ever ask for. So true. And I, I, I hate to go into a part of where someone might not see this or might get blindsided, but you just said something and I oftentimes say it, which is the world is dark right now. There's so much going on right now. Speak to that a little bit because I feel that too. I feel there's this presence. There's this like energy that's not the same as it once was. Like, I don't know if it's stemming back to childhood. I don't know if it's stemming back to overcoming traumas of not having to deal with so much as like an adult and a business owner and a man of the household and a hopefully soon to be father one day. Like, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like I'm not alone when you said that. So what do you mean? Like something's going on? Well, you know, for me, there is a clearly it's it's not tangible, but there is a very forceful spiritual warfare happening right now. Mm. Um, I believe that wholeheartedly. You don't know right from wrong. You turn on the news. You don't know real from fake. You don't know AI robot to real human. I mean, it is absolutely terrifying. But um, again, I just I have to go back to we do know what is the truth and it's written in the Bible. And that to me is my safe haven. That is my place of comfort and refuge. And I think that people are looking for truth and hope and realness more so now than ever, which is exactly why I decided to be so bold and, and raw with opening up about all these uh, you know, traumatic things in my life is like people People genuinely want to have a conversation with a real and authentic human being because the world is spewing so much negativity and, and fakeness. It's um it's sort of unbearable. But yes, that's what I truly believe that the heaviness is, is just, you know, a battle between good and evil. And I think we all can see it playing out and in many avenues. Yes, we have the truth, the way and the life. Amen. <laughs> so right. You are. And thanks for being willing to go into that because, you know, I, I call it surface level and subsurface level topics. And there's a lot of things that people can say to, you know, really pique someone's interest. But when you really dig into what's going on in their mind, they feel more understood. Yes, but they feel accepted. They feel welcome. They feel championed. And, you know, you mentioned like the caring part of what you do and how you have to show care and love. And 
there's this rule in sales that I always say, and a lot of people, you know, would say contrary to belief, it's not the first rule of sales, but I would always say that the first rule of sales is to care. And that's because of the fact that you actually have to take interest in the individual to understand and recognize the problem so that you can give them more information to make an informed decision. I feel like that's the way that life is. I feel like that's the way that people that are aspiring to find their purpose need to see what we do every day, not just in business, but in life. That is so true. And I'll be honest with you, you know, when I first started this life coaching avenue, um, I was worried, am I am I good enough? Am I going to be knowledgeable enough? And you have, again, that's the enemy speaking those lies into your mind. But I just realized again, that when I speak to these clients, they, they just want to know that somebody cares that they're hurting or they're, they're frustrated with whatever in life and being able to move forward, like you said, and implement that caring and compassion. That's that that's how things change. And that's how the enemy's footholds are removed and, and people are brought back to life. This is so much fun talking to you, by the way. I'm just loving it. This is great. So good. I was like sitting there. I was like, that deserves silence because it's so true. But yeah, you know, it, it is a it's a breath of fresh air because this is something and I was on the phone with someone, which, by the way, I'm definitely going to introduce them to you. Like there is so much what I call confirmation here rather than coincidence. And I was on the phone with them and they were searching for a way to start with their story. They were searching for a way to have more ability to showcase that God was taking a hold of their life and leading them to a place where they weren't comfortable. They weren't knowing of what was going to happen, but they were ready. And I feel like that's where faith comes in. And, you know, I mentioned the four F's that I've been using to be able to hopefully give people insight on how I've been able to change my life and how I've been able to see God working in my life. But talk about the importance of faith for someone who's just not like teetering on the verge of relationship with God, essentially, but just looking for not just that ability to find their purpose, but their purpose in him, in the biggest purpose, which is the image of who you need to be for God, which is what you talked about. Amen, brother. I mean, I'll just tell you this. Faith without works is dead, right? Yeah, uh, I say that often. Same, same. And, um, you know, I, I think back oftentimes for me and, and my current uh, passion projects is I think back to Moses. He was not a great speaker. He didn't want to talk in front of crowds. And God said, I will be with you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to equip you. And here I am personally as a former helicopter mechanic who used to just have a tool in one hand in a quiet little space fixing an avionics wire. And God said, no, my child, I have something way bigger in store for you. And the beautiful thing is, is that the more you say, God, I want to, I want to work for you. I don't want to work for the world. I want to work for you. You better hold on to your britches, baby, because I promise you the Lord is going to bring you to places that you have never imagined. And I think that my life speaks to that. Um, you know, the presidential state of the union address, I know out of everybody in the Coast Guard and everybody that was flying and saving lives, God chose me. And I said, I can't let this blessing go unutilized. And so I just have been rolling ever since and helping people and sharing my story and just being bold in my faith, regardless of what people think about that. So good. And thank you for leading me into the best question that I've ever been asked. It, uh, number one, it was it was a very encouraging confirmational note for me to see that they even thought of me. 
honestly. Like we get that point, like you're saying, like you, you have to remain humble, but you've got to have that ability to take action. Those works we're talking about with our faith. She asked me and this individual asked me specifically, where do you start with sharing your story? What do you think? Well, I think starting with your own story means you have to do a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of self-assessing before anybody goes out and, you know, writes a book or shares it on a public platform. You know, you want to bring that to prayer and bring that to God and, and make sure that your intentions are right with what you're doing and making sure that um, he's leading you and that you're not leading yourself astray. <laughs> So um, for me personally, uh, before I even considered writing a book or anything, I just sat down on my computer and I just started typing because there were some things that I wasn't even ready to utter into the world. Yes. But I thought, you know what, if I can just type it out and then typing out one sentence turned into one paragraph and one paragraph turned into one chapter. And then finally I thought, wow, like this is feeling good. This is feeling like therapy. And then on top of it, I was doing actual therapy. I wanted to make sure that I was healed and that I didn't have anything holding me down that the enemy had put in my way. I wanted to say, you know what? You've been controlling my life for too long. Guess what? Those chains are broken. And then ever since all those things kind of culminated into where I'm at today. So in short, to answer your question, I think focus on yourself. Take some time to not necessarily be selfish, but mental health break. Heal from things. Learn about yourself. What is your purpose? What do you love to do? Um, all those things are important because you can't share your story if you don't know who you are, right? <laughs> yes, and you can't share his story if you don't know who he is. Amen. And I told myself that, and you know what? That's what encouraged me finally to pick up the Bible. I said, you know what? I have fought this tooth and nail. And it's not because I didn't want to feel the presence of God. It's because as a man of the flesh, it's hard to sit down and just read something yeah. so overwhelming at that moment. But you know what? I said, if you truly want to talk to other people, inspire other people, encourage other people, you got to know his story. You can't just sit there and say that you love God. You have to love God to a point where it's a relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. Amen. So important. I just start by asking somebody, if you knew that somebody died for the sake of your life, wouldn't you want to get to know him? Mm. Or at least don't, don't you think you owe it just to attempt to understand who he is? Yeah. Yeah. That's profound. And I mean, who's going to really say, no, I, I don't, you know, I mean, that's really sad if someone says, no, I don't care if he died for me. I don't, I don't want to know, but you know, that's a path that everybody has to find on their own. And I'm grateful that I, I uh, found him when I did. <laughs> As am I, definitely. I don't even know if we would be here if you didn't. Same. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I will tell you what I ask almost every single guest, and I try to, because I know that you have said so many times to me, which I'm very grateful for, by the way, that you understand the mission, the actual impact that you can have on others and not have to be a significant influencer or someone that is misconceiving the world to make them think they have all the answers. What does impact is greater than influence mean to you? For me, Rodney, I think that it's important for me to share a lot of entrepreneurs and business people, they always say network, network, network. And I don't disagree. I think networking is, is highly important. However, right. if you're not networking with the number one man, presence, being, savior, aka God, Jesus Christ, if you're not networking with him, those divine 
network connections. And I say divine for a reason because he will place people in your life, regardless of how hard that you're trying on your own, he can make all things happen. So I, I say I say that in, yes, be a proactive business person. Faith without works is dead. But people are like, oh, I haven't seen you out. I haven't seen you at this event because I'm busy getting to know who is really in charge of my networking. For me, that's what's been the golden ticket rule for my life. I love that because that's not focusing on the proximity and net worth for the network. It's almost like the the wealth of you as an individual. It's a well-rounded approach. You being a professional, you probably heard this term, but gustalt, right? Yes. All around approach to self-mastery. And you can't do that without God. 100%. Yeah, it's it's a combination of of God setting healthy boundaries, recognizing when it's a divine meeting or also recognizing and having that discernment when it's people that don't have their best interests out for you. And that's been a learning curve in my personal experience with this new venture. Um, But I just bring it to God always. And he removes people from my life or brings people to my life. And that to me is he, he's the head boss in charge. (laughs) Sure is. Well, I know that you mentioned a couple different things with all the inspiration that you're creating right now for not only in-person events, but also the hurricane within book. I know it's it's hard to ask, but tell me where they can support you. Tell me where the people that are listening to this can get connected with Ashley. Thank you. So uh, first and foremost, the, the go-to avenue for all of that is my website, which is ashleyleppert.com. So A-S-H-L-E-E L-E-P-P-E-R-T.com. There you can purchase an autographed book. You can look at some other links for some of my speeches on YouTube and uh, reach out for perhaps a future speaking engagement or uh, life coaching. I do free consultations all the time. If someone's just curious and wants to have a conversation, I'm always open for that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And guys, if you've been able to enjoy this episode, if any of this has been able to resonate or hit home with you, please leave a review. This is exactly how we get that information that we need to be able to create better information for you, more value and amazing guests just like Ashley. Ashley, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's my honor. Thank you. Absolutely. Guys, if you'd like to still be able to check out the top 100, you can check out impactstartshere.com. We've got a particular Facebook group for all those that are becoming a board of the Impact is Greater Than Influence brand. We'd love to be able to have you a part of it and make sure to join before it is closed. We will see you next time.